Have you ever had a team member leave? Every worship leader goes through it, but it doesn't mean it's the end. This is the Worship Team Training Podcast. Now, here's your host, Brandon Dempsey. Hey, what's up, podcast? Hope you guys are doing well. Worship leaders, friends, musicians, singers, pastors, audio tech, you name it, in worship ministry. Thank you so much. Brandon Dempsey here with you back. We are back after a little bit of a break, and it is so good to be with you this day, and we hope that everything that God is blessing within your ministry is right there for you, and it's easy for you to step into His grace daily and what you're doing in ministry and how you are being a blessing to your church and to others, worship leaders and teams. Man, it is so good to be back. Uh, Everybody loves a quitter. So that title, what goes off in your mind when you hear that? We're about to dive into finding out what exactly that entails as we get there. Members, what's up? Thank you so much for tuning in and watching this video as you guys are members here at Worship Team Training University and all of our other worship leaders and friends listening to us by iTunes, iHeart, Stitcher, where else? Thank you so much for subscribing to this podcast and uploading us into your playlist. We love you and thank you. So uh, members, be sure that you check the calendar at wttu.co slash events. We have good friend Tommy Walker is coming on the program this Thursday. Don't miss that. Followed up by Holland Davis the next week and check the calendar to find other artists and events that are coming your way very soon. Let's uh, jump right into it. Uh, we have this, what's up with the quitter thing? So what does it mean to actually have somebody that leaves in your worship ministry? And how do you go through that? How do you actually work through uh, the, what seems to be the confines of, man, we lost this guitar player. We lost this singer. You know, this happens way more often than what you think. So let's just put to ease right now those of you who think well man i feel alone in this and no one else goes through what i go through not true i will tell you that even the worship leaders that we interview here have gone through those struggles so and myself included so you're in good hands if you're listening to this broadcast right now and awesome if it helps you we hope that it does and it lifts up your day so i'm also hoping to dive in a little bit to uh the story of Philemon, because Philemon, the book of Philemon has a lot to do with someone who leaves, someone who is having a struggle, and then having to be received back into the flock, into the fold. So let's go ahead and get right to it. So how do you feel when a worship team member leaves your ministry? What goes off in your mind right now? Maybe you think about yourself. Maybe you think about the guilt that it brings. Uh, Maybe you think wow, well, I mean, what's going on in their life? And then what what do you do when this happens? I think that's the, those are number, I think those are number one, two uh, things that go off in worship leaders' minds is, you know, how can this happen? Uh, what do I do about it? So what we're going to do about this broadcast is break it up in two parts. This is going to be part one because um, we're going to make this a little bit short today. But I really like for you to dive in and sink your teeth into it because this is such a good topic for a lot of us to hear. So number one, I've listed out, let's see, one, two, three, four, five things about uh, what you can do and what this may mean for you in your worship ministry. So here we go. Number one, why does this happen? Why do they leave? Okay, so I think that's the number one thing that goes off in our minds. So before we you know, dive into this first number one section, 
Think about John 15, 17. Jesus said, this is the greatest commandment, is to love each other. So, well, how do I do that, Brandon, when someone leaves my ministry? Well, you're exactly right. Maybe, point number one, loving your people means that you give them space, even if it doesn't make sense. Okay, so the thing is, you have no idea what's going on in their mind. Now, if they're leaving for a reason that maybe you do know about, well, then you're already ahead of the game and you, Lord willing, you know what to do in that situation. But reasons can be far beyond you. In fact, I want to get into that point too, but it could be work, family, stress. Um, it could be relational, etc. No matter what it may be, the whole idea is that when someone takes a leave, you have to think first, you know, number one, what's what's maybe going on in their life? Um, what's something that, have you been praying for them? Have you been seeing this down the road? I mean, the thing is, if, if, this, if you're the first time seeing someone leaving and it's oblivious to you, either number one, that could be an anomaly. Number two, it could be something that maybe you've been seeing signs along the way, but just hadn't done anything about it. So is that you? Okay, so if you're seeing signs of somebody that looks like they're going to leave or something's not right, you got to go to them. And I'm going to walk you through how to do that. Point number two is why do they leave? Why do they leave? People live in a real world with real experiences and really they just want us to stand beside them. Here's the next point. Now, if we, if the motive, let's say is negative, like I was saying before, then do the same thing as above. Don't chase them, number one. Just love them where they're at. Give them space. You know what's going on in their heart. You know what's going on through their lives. And, and you want to be there as a shoulder, not as a pointing the finger of, well, you should be here. Um, I've heard many worship leaders get mad because their pianist left or their main singer left and they get mad at them. And it's like, well, well, wait a minute. Do you do that to your own family? I mean, think about the family that you live and if somebody were to just stop doing something, wouldn't, instead of getting mad, would, would something signal off to you to think, well, hey man, there's something not right. I, I need to go to this one person and figure out what's going on. You know, the worst thing you can do is to vent your anger and get upset about why they're leaving. Because at that point, you're really not seeing their need. You're really not uh, being empathetic of where they're at. So I say that <laughs> you need to love them where they're at and be Jesus to them and, and seek to understand. I think that's one of the main things that we forget as leaders is that we first think about our ministry and not the person. Now, hold on. I know you're nodding your heads, and I know that some of you are shaking your heads, saying, well, no, that's not me. Well, think about that. I mean, we do. We, as leaders, we tend to think about our ministry as in terms of what? Planning center online. You know, how do I schedule each person each week? And if one's not here, oh, man, I got to fill in that gap. There you go. We're thinking about the ministry. We're thinking about our programming. We're not thinking about the person. So instead of seeing that neglected or minus or decline, status and planning center and thinking, oh man, I got to fill the spot. Think more about, well, what's going on in their lives? It could be that, oh yeah, uh, they told me six weeks ago they're going to be on vacation. Maybe you forgot. Or maybe they said a year ago, hey, I need to step back and just kind of do a little bit at a time. You as a leader need to follow up with them. So the last point in this whole section is the most important thing that you can do is to not leave them. Okay, so that's kind of putting the shoe on the other foot is to not leave them. 
point number two, and this is the this is the biggest thing about what you should do while people leave. Number one, it's not about you. Let's just call it out. It's not about you, or is it you? That's the other part of that question. Matthew 18, 12, will the shepherd not leave the 99 on the hills and go to look for the one that wandered off? That's you. That's me. Are we not, as said before in point one, loving them where they're at, going to where they are? 90% of the time, when people have a reason or a motive to do what they do, it has nothing to do with you. However, 90% of the time, church leaders feel that it has to do something with them. So you need to take yourself out of it, worship leader or director, pastor, whoever you are. Take yourself out of it for the moment. Place yourself to the side. Think about the 90%. That's why it's not you. And I think there is a little bit of a truth of, well, what is the 10%? You know, what what did I contribute to it? That's, that's okay to think about, but it's not okay to slam your head against the wall and think, oh, I'm the reason why they left. And no. There's more things going on in their lives. So uh, remove yourself from that equation and develop some empathy for the other person, as I said before. Listening is the best thing you can do. Email them, text them, send them a note. Say, hey, I saw that you dropped from Planning Center, or hey, I understand in your email or voicemail that you have to step down for a, a time. We'll call them and, and, and see what's going on because that's only giving you more empathy to help them and and to pray with them. And you can even say those words, you know what, hey, I'm praying for you during this time. I'm so sorry that this happened. You show the sympathy, put yourself out there and, and, and by removing yourself first, right? And, and go to them, don't focus on what you can do, focus on how you can pray. Hey friends, before we conclude with this podcast message, I want to let you know that it also comes from a brand new ebook that I've released called Joy, and it's about the joy in worship. Get it with a membership when you join WTTU.co. And also just ask you, you know, do you agree with this podcast? Disagree? Have I opened your eyes to something? Uh, let us know. Let me know. You can find us on our socials, Twitter at WorshipTT, Instagram at WorshipTeen Training. Even better, email me. Brandon at worshipteentraining.com. And if you find these podcasts helpful, why not have this kind of spiritual development and practical music training for skill development that comes right to your church in a Friday and Saturday workshop? Visit worshipteentraining.com slash workshops and learn, learn what it means to have an intuitive and fun, creative way to step up the skills and heart of your worship team. Best of all, we come to you. Check out worshipteentraining.com slash workshops. Also, be sure to sign up for our newsletter at worshipteentraining.com. Get the free book when you become a member, also at wttu.co. Now let's return to the conclusion of our podcast. You can make yourself available to talk and to have time to listen. So I want to put this as the first part of our series, of this first two part of our series, of what has it? Um, Everyone loves a quitter and, and looking at the book of Philemon. So I want to set the stage of this sector right here. And uh, when we get into point three, four, and five, we're actually going to go through the book of Philemon. And I encourage you to go ahead and read that book in the Bible, Philemon. It's right after because it's not a, a very, um, it's, it's, it's a very short book and it, you can miss it easily. It's right after Titus 2. Uh, right after Titus 1 2, that's another quick book. 
after Timothy. So you go Timothy, 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, Titus, and then Philemon. Check it out, read it. And then we're going to go through points three, four, and five. So, guys, I love you. I hope that this brought some encouragement for you as a leader, but also for you to get some gain insight on what could be happening with that team member. And I hope this helps. So, uh, hit me up on the email. And let me know what are your struggles and stories that you're going through. Brandon at worshipteamtraining.com. So, um, we're going to conclude this as our, you know, uh, time together. And I hope in the meantime that you check back at worshipteamtraining.com. Look at um, everything else that we have for you and also our university program. We love you guys. And uh, remember, worship leaders and friends, you don't, need to, you don't need to be perfect. Just let the Lord Jesus lead you both in life and in worship. Love you. See you soon. Bye. This has been a worship team training broadcast and digital production with your host and training director, Brandon Dempsey. Worship Team Training provides live workshops and online resources to help inspire, create, and transform the leading of worship. We'll see you again right here on worshipteamtraining.com.